1: Carl, the the hot topic of the day is coronavirus. It's on everybody's lips. Everybody's worried about it. And uh, we're not alone in that either.
2: No, and we've been following this and looking into the ramifications. And very early along, I did a series of channelings to learn more about this particular organism. And so what we're going to share with you is information we've gotten from Creator of All That Is about what is happening and why and the nature of the virus that we're dealing with here. And this is not all drawn from scientific evidence, although as far as I've seen, the science is lining up with these channelings with respect to the nature of the menace here. So this isn't medical advice, but it's it's information from a divine source. Keep that in mind. And we'll get some encouragement as well here because we have a really powerful new prayer to help address this issue. And if enough people do it, it will make a difference. And it can make a difference for you personally. So we'll get to that. Yes, we will. Well, we got a lot to
1: cover, so we should get on with it, Carl. U.S. creator, is the coronavirus a single virus correctly identified as the sole culprit
2: for the disease reported in Wuhan, China? Okay, and this was asked in response to some confusion in the initial stages of this. People were proposing all sorts of things, that it's really pollution, it's not really a virus, or there's multiple viruses. Or 5G. (laughs) Or 5G, uh, because that was being rolled out in the area at the same time, and so on. So this is what creators said. There is a single coronavirus that is responsible for the epidemic underway. That is the cause of concern both within that nation and globally as well. The potential for a pandemic if the outbreaks grow. It is already in so many other countries, there is this potential, and it is the intention of the creators of the virus for this to happen. There are always some misdiagnoses that occur. Medicine is an art and there are misinterpretations and misconstruing of symptoms with many other reasons for pulmonary symptoms that can also be ongoing and inevitably so when a new communicable disease comes on the scene. But that is a very minor aspect of what is being observed. It is frank, it is overt, it is large scale, it is serious. It is frank, it is overt, it is
1: large-scale, it is serious. Boy, that, <laughs> that sums it up in a way I don't think any of us want to hear.
2: Well, no one wants to hear it, and there's a lot of complacency still. And it's not that you know there's much you can do. Yeah, Just kind of prepare to uh, have your life constrained a bit with being able to move about and so on. And it's already starting with restrictions on travel and companies canceling events and yeah. travel excursions happened to me this and, morning.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's happening. Uh US creator can creator help the world solve the problem of coronavirus.
2: All right, and these are creators words. This is an unnatural scourge and does not have to be present. It is not part of creator's plan and as such any prayers for assistance will be answered and we will do everything possible to assist anyone in danger. This is not to say we can turn the tide and save everyone. Each person is different in their makeup, in their background, in their spiritual standing, through their own choices to believe or disbelieve, to honor and respect the self, or to have a low regard for the self and thereby become vulnerable. So we cannot control everything in the world because it is your world to run, and each human has a role to play and an individual makeup and trajectory for the current lifetime. We are always available if asked, and there are many things we can do for people when our assistance is requested. It will not be possible to completely eradicate this organism and prevent all negative effects unless more prayer is mounted than heretofore. But we can be active, particularly so in protecting those who pray for assistance and to be kept safe. If it is done in a heartfelt way, with confidence of the self-worth, the prayers will be acted on and those people will be protected from harm. It is as much up to you yourselves as it is to Creator to deal with this scourge. Well, the answer is right there.
1: Pray, Pray for assistance, pray for protection. Absolutely. U.S. creator, why are the symptoms of the coronavirus markedly different when compared to other flu and cold-like virus-caused diseases? Why are most coughs in the more common cold and flu-type diseases characterized as phlegm or wet cough,
2: whereas the cough associated with the coronavirus is characterized as a dry cough? All right. And this, again, was a question asked because of some disinformation that was out and about that this isn't really the flu. This is being misconstrued and so on and so forth. And in a sense, that's true. But this is what Creator says. This is the nature of the pathology induced by the virus variants in question. The coronavirus is more insidious. It causes direct functional changes in tissues with relatively less triggering of immune responses. So what is associated symptom-wise with pulmonary infections usually involves a significant inflammatory response and an immune system counterattack to produce it. That is what triggers mucus production resulting in a wet productive cough, as opposed to the dry cough, which is direct tissue irritation by the virus but in a more insidious way. The end result is there is a greater penetration of the cells of the body with more local damage resulting because the immune system is less effective to resist the onslaught. There is nothing suspicious in this. These are, in effect, separate diseases and should not even be compared to one another. Yeah, I'm thinking that,
1: We are going to see a more distinct uh, definition of the flu versus coronavirus as time moves on. People are becoming aware that this is a different animal altogether.
2: Yeah, and you still hear these comments. Well, you know, with flu is nothing unusual, and you know, there's lots of people get it. There's a lot of people who die. It's just part of life, and so on. But this is a horse of a different color. It's a more serious pathogen, and the. The, the the mortality will be higher on a percentage basis from what things look right now. Yeah, and that
1: that's acknowledged already. Flu is like point one percent, and this is two percent, and that is is defined by the CDC right. and other agencies. So yeah, it's a moving target, but it's a moving yes. target for sure. U.S. Uh, creator is the incubation period of coronavirus COVID nineteen longer than initially assumed, and ranging up to twenty seven days or
2: longer. Right. And creator tells us this is true. And in fact, in some individuals, the virus persists, even though they are asymptomatic. So this will produce carriers. And this is a particularly naughty problem because they become like a typhoid Mary who will continue to disseminate the virus as they move about and will not be discovered unless each and every person is tested rigorously. Well, we know that's not happening.
1: Uh, there's a lot of a lot of rumor out there, Carl, that uh, yeah. you know we' critical shortage of test kits and a lot of a lot of places wanting to test and they're not able to get access to that at this point. Hopefully that will change soon
2: yeah well this this is this is again pointing to the darker nature of this agent.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Usually, people are only um, infectious to others for maybe a two week period, right. But people here can go much longer before they even develop symptoms and be infecting others along the way and, and maybe keep harboring the virus. Yeah, this is, you know, SARS, uh, people weren't shedding
1: virus until they actually had symptoms. And so people mm-hmm. had a tendency to self-quarantine. But this is really dangerous if you can be asymptomatic for like two or three weeks and be a spreader. Yeah. That's just really scary. U.S. creator, do some people who become infected with coronavirus, COVID-19, and appear to recover remain carriers who can still infect others. What is the percentage?
2: And Creator tells us this is very true as well. It is in fact, a third or more of the victims who remain in a state of viremia and will shed the virus in their secretions and excretions depending on the buildup, distribution and other characteristics of the individual. It will vary and may wax and wane as well, and the level of virus present in the shedding.
1: More bad news. (laughs) You asked, creator, if the people who become infected with the coronavirus, COVID-19, and recover can get reinfected, does this mean exposure to the virus confers no increased immunity? And does that in turn imply that a vaccine has little chance of preventing future spread of the virus?
2: All right, and these are creator's words. Unfortunately, this is exactly the correct interpretation to take. Your intuition is serving you well here to understand this is a horse of a different color, so to speak. It is more akin to the HIV virus in its mutation potential. This will create great difficulty in achieving a universal vaccine that will be effective as a countermeasure. Because of the changes in the virus occurring so rapidly, it will become invisible to the vaccine as soon as it is ready on a large scale and then will have no benefit. By the same token, those immunized will be immunized against last month's virus and not the current one spreading continually through the population. So it will prove to be a futile exercise in the end, much as with the common cold. It's interesting Creator points out the common
1: cold, because actually the common cold is a form of coronavirus in its own right. So, that's, you know, if we don't have a vaccine for the common cold, yeah, it really stretches the,
2: the imagination well, to think
1: we're going to get one easily for this.
2: Yeah, and so this is not a novel property. There are highly mutable viruses that do this, and it it, it, is, a, it is a dilemma, because yeah. vaccination would be a a wonderful uh, adjunct to have if we could get it. So, yeah.
1: You asked Creator, doctors in China working with victims of the coronavirus are now reporting that people who recovered are getting reinfected and some are dying from sudden heart failure. Are these things true? And if so, what are the percentage risks?
2: And Creator tells us both of these things are true, unfortunately. This will greatly complicate the ability to keep this infection under control and certainly will make it much, much harder to eradicate. In most cases with epidemics, those who survive an infection can go about their routine lives and even interact freely with people newly infected and not be at risk. So surviving caregivers can return to the fray, working in hospitals and clinics, for example, doing home visits, and be fearless knowing they are impervious to harm. That is not the case with this new coronavirus. And in fact, the second bout of infection may have worse consequences than the initial illness. This is a particularly insidious consequence of reinfection, that it will be more severe and will have a tendency to create cardiac complications. And this could be on the order of 10% of those with a second round of illness. So, in other words, the mortality figures are higher with reinfection rather than lower, contrary to what usually happens, that a secondary bout of microbial illness will be less severe because prior exposure will confer some immunity, if not total. That is not the case with this virus.
1: Uh, There's a lot of of questions this generates. I mean, one of them is I'm wondering if if that's... You know, like the common cold, it it mutates so fast that so the next time you get infected, it's not really the same virus.
2: Well, I'm sure that happens. Yes. Yeah, and this is the happens. this is the you know, the difficulty for everyone.
1: Right. You asked Creator, if people reinfected with the coronavirus have a ten percent chance of serious cardiac complications, will the odds of the serious complication be even higher if another reinfection occurs?
2: And Creator tells us, unfortunately, this is true as well. Not only will people be fully susceptible to reinfection with mutant strains developing among the population and circulating to and fro once they have been infected with tissue damage results and tissue damage results, A second and a third and a fourth reinfection will add to the damage, and this will move towards serious complications at some point, and these complications will recur from that point on and worsen still. There's only so much beating a body can stand, particularly when the kind of impairment is to some degree a loss of function. Eventually, the strain becomes too much, and a fatal infection will be the end point. Come want coming up a break, Carl, so you want to move this along as quickly as possible.
1: You asked Creator, is this description of coronavirus effects true? Once you present symptoms and your body recovers, the encephalitis portion of the protein sequence is attacking the nervous system where it's hard for blood to access and present antibodies. The nervous system infection is what is causing people to appear fine to suddenly drop into a seizure and die. The kick effect is pretty much sudden death, as death can happen within a minute of that
2: event. All right, and Creator tells us, this description is correct in its broad outlines. The precise sequences and mechanisms for these symptoms is somewhat inaccurate. This is a function of degree of resistance and vulnerability within each victim. The development of central nervous system system symptoms is typically a more severe later stage, but this is more of a function of the rate of progression of internal damage, more than something that can be attributed solely to one aspect of the makeup of the virus and a precise chronology in the sequence of events following initial infection. This is the most serious complication and indeed can be rapidly fatal. And that has been seen over and over again among the infected population. It is a subpopulation who reached this stage early. So when the cases are isolated, this may not be seen happening at all yet. It is more a function of the numbers. When there is a mass of individuals with ongoing infection and little ability to treat these hapless victims and give them medical care, more will worsen to this stage. (sighs) Well, that's that's it for this
1: uh, segment. Boy, we're hoping we're getting a lot of the bad news over with early, Carl.
2: Well, it is what it is. And we're here for a purpose, not to just darken your day. But information is of value. It's it's adds power to your life because then you have choices. You know what you're dealing with. We're trying to get people to pray. What will that take? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we, if we hit you between the eyes, maybe you'll do it. That's our yeah. best hope right now. Amazingly yep. enough, science can't help us yet with this one. Eventually, there'll be inhibitors, you know, a, a drug therapy to to deal with this virus, but we don't have that yet. It might be yeah. a year, might be two years, might be five. We don't know. And, you know, I've seen some stories that
1: uh, some of the HIV antivirals have maybe proven somewhat effective with this. Um, that's a double-edged sword. One, those viral, those uh, medications are not widely available right now. It would take some wrapping up to make them so. And a lot of them have really dark side effects. So, it's a, it's a catch-22. There's no, there's no silver, bullet or easy answers here.
2: Um, except except the divine. Yes, right, exactly. <laughs> divine. That's our to, message.
1: We have People. to turn to prayer. We have to turn to the divine. We have to
2: partner with Creator. Absolutely. That can be the answer.
1: Yes, and we're going we're gonna to get into that in more detail uh, in the coming up segments Be sure to check us out at Get Wisdom, get our prayer book Because we are talking about the importance of prayer at getwisdom.com slash prayer And the the nuclear weapon in our arsenal is the Lightworker Healing Protocol For bringing massive healing on a broad scale So check out uh, the LHP at getwisdom.com slash LHP Get the ebook that describes that in detail And we'll be right back, right after this Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about
0: our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. You're listening to Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They are here to answer your questions and comments about the program. Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program.
1: Welcome back to the second segment of Get Wisdom. Carl and I are sharing creator's insights on the coronavirus. This is a serious topic for sure.
2: Absolutely. We're going to get into why it's here and some of the other aspects of it now, before we get to the final answers, that will be a great help.
1: Spoiler alert: It's prayer. But <laughs> let's get on. Let's get on with uh, the presentation here. A U.S. creator: The Spanish flu pandemic of 1918 and 1920, involving the H1N1 influenza virus, infected about 500 million people with a death toll over a hundred million. That's a third of the population of the United States. People. What is the true origin of the new and awfully deadly coronavirus from the Chinese Wuhan province causing the recent epidemic and quarantine
2: of millions of Chinese citizens? Okay, so this is a channeling we did a while back. This is what Creator tells us. The prior experience you cite shows the potential for a true global catastrophe should such a pandemic reoccur. There are always annual scourges with the introduction of new viruses, done by the extraterrestrial alliance, as they have conditioned human culture to think of this as the flu season, when in fact it is the extraterrestrial follies, season of viruses, because they create the organisms and they work through the mercenary army program, commonly referred to as the secret space program, to disseminate the viruses into areas of human habitation worldwide sufficient to get an epidemic going. That is the case once again. There has been speculation, because Wuhan is the location of a biowarfare facility of the Chinese government, that it might be something that escaped from the lab, so to speak, and spread in the community. But this was not done through Chinese scientists. It was done by the extraterrestrials themselves and spread through the minions who served them via the MAP. It is a particularly nasty virus, and that is its intention, as they are wanting to ramp up all types of disasters among the many they can induce. As you have seen with the many calamities that have happened over the preceding year with massive wildfires, very intense tropical storms and hurricanes, areas of drought, unseasonal early freezing of croplands and torrential rains early in the growing season to flood the fields and interfere in getting crops started and on and on. The usual bio warfare programs also are ramping up in intensity. So this is all in keeping with the current strategy to have a gradual buildup, all of which continues to drag on world resources and even survival with many areas coming under intense pressure when there are economic difficulties already. Scarce food supplies, lack of medical care, and so on. Yeah, we just had the tornado tear through uh, Nashville, too. Well, that's another ET-caused weather dilemma. It's not a natural thing for air to suddenly start whirling around at 100-plus miles an hour. It just is not. Actually, it's 300, I think. Well, the they could go up. I'm, I'm being, yeah. modest, you know, being modest. You're being modest. Yeah, low end, you know the, the low force ones versus yeah. the truly horrific ones. Yes. Oh my
1: goodness. U.S. creator the Wuhan the Wuhan coronavirus is reminiscent of the SARS virus of some years ago that was feared would cause a world pandemic. Yep, that never happened. Was that organism produced and introduced unnaturally, but prevented from causing catastrophe by divine intervention?
2: okay so here we go let the dawn break here's what creator says that too was deliberately engineered and deliberately disseminated as a bioweapon into the human environment this was intended to be a serious source of liability to human welfare and the reason it fell short of original fears about what might happen was for two reasons first it proved to be less infectious during the incubation stage. So this created an automatic quarantine response on the part of those becoming ill and the people around them to shy away and keep their distance and take precautions to avoid contact. The greatest danger is from pathogens that are highly infectious during the incubation period when there is an absence of symptoms and the carrier may be moving about interacting with dozens of other people or even larger numbers especially if they're in areas such as swimming pools or on airplane flights where air is recirculated, and there is an exchange of potential contaminated objects with people touching furniture, railings, doorknobs, and so on, as well as shedding organisms and droplets from the nasal cavity and so forth. The second factor, and of even greater importance here, is that the divine realm was able to counter the potential disastrous consequences of worldwide deployment as there were enough prayers from people due to the great publicity given to the SARS issue. And that was enough for us to dampen things. And when there was a disappointing outcome initially in the campaign launched by the Extraterrestrial Alliance to debut their new pet organism, they quickly lost interest. But they are back now with the new enhanced versions and expect things to be different. And the early signs are that this will be the case. That certainly does appear
1: to be the case. That especially with the long incubation period that SARS lacked. But well, the only thing we got.
2: The lesson gotta, here is that this can be beaten back. You know they yes. tried this before and it right. was it was snuffed out eventually. That's yes. the message, and that's why we're here. Public awareness—that's the key. Getting people to pray. Public is aware of coronavirus. Public is not aware. Prayer can still work. Yes, and, you know, but, people moved away and abandoned it. And that's—that's
1: that's what I was going to point out is that the SARS issue occurred 20 years ago, and there has been a war on religion for the last 20 years, and it's we're seeing some of the effects of that, and now I think. Yeah. But we definitely need to return to our roots. That's what this is all about here. U.S. creator. Are the extraterrestrials first creating complacency about the coronavirus through mind control, planning to ramp up panic when it is too late to contain the epidemic?
2: All right. Creator tells us the extraterrestrials are very much following this tactic. To first lull people into complacency, despite the cries of alarm coming from a number of sources who appreciate the peril a pandemic represents to the world economy and potential for disruption of commerce in such a serious way that people's lives will be severely restricted. They will be able to fan the flames in a similar way if the epidemic really gets going and reaches quite serious proportions." This is routine and is done with all events in the news that can serve them by being masked and hidden for a time to keep their plans from being discovered or to ramp up passions in the many ways they create divisiveness in warring factions. It is the same with respect to safety. They will never champion messages to promote safety. They want harm to come to humans in all ways at all times but they are tactical about their messages always and will be opportunistic. This is why there is such a history of people becoming outraged long after the problem has occurred, commonly referenced as, quote, closing the barn door after the horse is gone. Yeah, we see this repeatedly
1: throughout history, and here's the explanation for it. This is why it happens.
2: Well, and this is an, a, an insight into why it takes a long time to get people on the same page. Yep. There are conflicting messages being beamed into your brains. This is what they do. <laughs> I'm sorry. We've been talking about this on yep. and off yep. for almost a year now. But We're not alone you know. here. We've got interlopers messing yes. with us. I do think there is a proclivity on the
1: part of humans to want uh, to wanna think about of- to be optimistic and think that they you know, we're going to get the better outcome. You know, uh, I know that's true of me, but but we're certainly that that tendency of ours to want to be
2: optimistic is uh, taken advantage of in a dark way. I think a lot of times. Well, what we're talking about is not closing the barn door after the horse is out. The horse is already on the loose, running around the planet. Right. You know, coronavirus, at last I heard, was in 60 countries, so there's people suffering and people have died, not in huge numbers. But if this is destined to be another 100 million death toll, well, well let's work on it. Maybe we can make it 1 million. You know, it won't be zero. It's too late for that already. Right. Yep. But let's, let's go to work. Let's go to work and do all we can individually and then collectively. Yes. U.S. asked, Creator, is the
1: projection of the coronavirus epidemic that all international travel must stop by February 3rd to prevent a worldwide pandemic with catastrophic financial collapse an accurate one? That was from somebody's projection from back in February. So we, yeah. we asked about that, or you asked
2: about that, I should say. All right. And this is what Creator said at that point. It is not highly accurate, but the general idea is sound. The specific dates and timing are a guesstimate based on only partially available data, and so will suffer accordingly. But it is the case that with such an outbreak, containment only works when there is a natural outbreak. For example, following introduction into humans of a virus that has previously been only in an animal population that provides a ground zero, a kind of nexus for the origin and subsequent spread, In this case, you are not fighting a virus that emerged only within the Wuhan province in China. It has been spread around the world, courtesy of the Mercenary Army Program. So containment is not possible. Seeds have been planted everywhere. The question now is to what extent local quarantine reduces casualties. A travel ban will be ineffective. So the question is to what extent there will be a human response allowing divine intervention sufficient to keep the epidemic in check from reaching devastating levels of involvement. There will be some time involved for its evolution because they are staging introduction of the virus little by little in order to preserve the myth of its Chinese origin and seemingly natural occurrence. They cannot introduce it worldwide everywhere at once. That would be too obvious that something artificial is taking place. This is why there is complacency being maintained through their subliminal programming. They want to give the virus a head start, introducing it here and there in small numbers so it is easy for people to dismiss that occurrence, thinking that small numbers of casualties are nothing to fear. But at some point it will be clear that the outbreaks are serious and unstoppable. So time will tell if the divine can prevent this or not. This slow introduction and the complacency being engineered work against the creation of a human outcry and large numbers of people making prayer requests to the divine for help. That is why this cannot be predicted with accuracy the variables in play will make everything uncertain until a tipping point is reached one way or another. So this is an experiment, in effect, because even the extraterrestrial alliance cannot always be certain which organisms will work the best in the field. They have extensive experience at this, but because they are wanting increasingly lethal organisms at this point in time to move beyond the nuisance stage to cause genuine havoc... They are re-exploring new avenues and those particular enhancements that have certain effectiveness and must be developed and refined through painstaking experimentation in the field to see what happens. This makes the enterprise uncertain, but you can be sure that a deadly pathogen that exhibits the desired abilities to spread and have significant lethality will be embraced and reused intensively under the current planning to attempt creating a worldwide pandemic. That is the major risk here. Whether it happens now or happens with a future organism remains to be seen. The wild card in this is how effectively the divine realm can counter the efforts.
1: Well, we know the divine realm can counter the efforts, but there has to be
2: enough prayer offered up for that to happen. There isn't a human solution here. Eventually, there'll be medical treatments for coronaviruses in general, and maybe this organism in particular. But that takes quite a bit of time. And it'll be a longer time still until they can wrap that up to treat 7 billion people. If there's still 7 billion people left at that point. So, what we're saying is, you know, don't give up on science, don't give up on medicine, follow all of their recommendations. They're, it's based on hard-won learning and knowledge about these things, but there's an extra dimension to this. Yes. And that's the dark, hidden side of it. Where do these things actually come from Yes. And, and, and what that can mean also? And it actually, in a way, works to our advantage because it's an interloper creation. It's easier for the divine realm to undo than something that's created by human beings that human beings want to see happen.
1: Yeah, probably a good analogy would be like our environmental issues that we created. You, you know, they, some of those issues are probably stimulated by the ET Alliance as well, but we had a much more direct, uh, up, you know, involvement in that. Humans have very little, if any, direct involvement in the uh, in the creation of this virus some humans that are members of the map are are participating to spread it but the vast majority don't have a real participation so that makes sense that you know this is an interloper and the divine can to can do more to stop it without as much uh, on our part we have to do our part though
2: yeah and we've talked about that organization before we've mentioned it from time to time we haven't done a big program focused on it It's a hot topic. It's a tender point. We don't want to stick our necks so far out we get them chopped off. (laughs) This is a deep, dark secret for now. They're going to come out of the closet at some point, we are told. So you will see we're not crazy here. There is an alliance between the U.S. government and the extraterrestrials. It's been going on for many, many, many years. And this MAP is an offshoot of that, and it's being done covertly. And the people involved are being manipulated with mind control. So, they're, you know, don't ha- get your lynch mobs going. You know, they're hapless victims of this also. We're all victims of it. Yes.
1: And, you know, everything we're offering here is a result of your channeling. We can't directly prove any of this, Carl. You know, people have to take this in, you know, weigh it against what they know in their own experience, their own studies and observations, and and look deep within their heart to see if it rings true or not. So... We're just offering the information that's coming through you. I have certainly found it to be spot on, you know, and, and really rings true with my inner evaluation of things. But this is what we're offering here. This is, this is insights that you can take in, that you can consider, and that you can perhaps be act, motivated to act upon. But we can't prove any of this. You have to, you have to bring your own
2: analysis to the table. Yeah, very true. And I feel sorry for you guys out there because I know it's not easy. This is not easy for me either. I never thought I would be in this position talking about such crazy things. I was always a very down-to-earth, grounded person. I still am, except I know things now that I didn't know back then, and I have to stretch my beliefs a bit in fact, a considerable ways to encompass all of this. But there's so many lines of evidence. The data are incontrovertible in my opinion. The many thousands of alien abductions, people have ignored it for years. It just keeps going, it keeps going. When I work with people to do healings, I see they have implants, I see they've been abducted. They've been abducted in multiple lifetimes. This is a huge horrendous thing that's going on right under our noses and with a a subterfuge in place. This is a big,
1: big reason that we extend the invitation for you to check us out at getwisdom.com. Uh, please join as a participant member, and as you after you join, you're able to access our Divine Wisdom database, where all a ton of Carl's channelings, the creator, are are there for you to to look and study. We have tons of videos, webinars, um, the channeling series. We have, it's a content-rich site, and uh, you'll be busy for quite a while. But if you're intrigued by what we're offering here, By all means, check us out at GetWisdom.com. And we'll be back right after this. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Welcome back to the final segment of Get Wisdom. Well, we're going to talk about solutions, I think, in this last segment, Carl. You asked Creator, what can people do to protect themselves from this coronavirus menace?
2: All right, and this is what Creator says. The two things with greatest benefit are to use prayer daily, requesting protection by the divine realm from infection, and also to ask for worldwide help secondarily as a separate request. In addition, all who can use the Lightworker Healing Protocol will automatically be sending healing for the current and potential victims of this bioweapon, as well as the perpetrators themselves who have orchestrated and carried out the dissemination of the virus and may work to keep it going to maximize the impact. There is a need in such circumstances when the extraterrestrial alliance is particularly intent on a deadly outcome, to have a large aggregate of human prayer requests and a specific as possible set of intentions for divine protection and healing. All too often, the human requests are too meager to turn the tide and keep the epidemics from occurring and sometimes to even rein them in to a substantial degree. This can change with an awakening of more human beings to know they have a role to play here and to keep themselves and the world safe through a partnership with the Divine. And that can come about simply through their making explicit requests on a regular basis. Each new prayer launched adds power of intention to the overall enterprise. And when pooled together can easily be enough to keep humans safe if the numbers were larger among the population making such requests. This is a public relations challenge and a dissemination of information and education. So all who hear these words can contribute in each and every aspect to the extent they are able to summon the wherewithal given that everyone has been subjugated to make them complacent and to diminish their belief in the divine and in themselves as worthy of divine interaction. indeed this is a public relations challenge but you know I'm reminded of the old uh,
1: the old statement that there's uh, no atheists in foxholes. as this thing really you know gets teeth and, and starts really being an impingement, I think more and more people are going to return to prayer. I am really optimistic about that.
2: Well I hope you're right. But it's better to do it when you're calm, cool, and collected than when you're desperate and, and stricken with fear that's overwhelming. Your yeah. prayer will be weaker, unfortunately, because it'll shatter your resolve. It'll weaken your faith. You'll, you'll be more doubtful and, and fearful that it won't be answered and all of that. So, there's no time to waste. Start now. And and let's have this be a non-problem in the end. And we can all breathe a sigh of relief. And people can say, oh, those guys were crazy. They were gloom and doomers and blah, blah, blah. (laughs) We're only saying there can be gloom and doom, but there's an answer with the divine. So get going and change history. That's all we're saying.
1: Will it be more, you asked creator, will it be more effective to use prayer to request removal of the coronavirus from our planet altogether as opposed to simply asking for protection from infection by the virus and healing of those infected.
2: All right, and Creator says, this is a brilliant idea you have here. There is a night and day difference in the doability of these two potential preventive measures. Keeping people from being vulnerable to an infection is sometimes challenging for the divine realm simply because of free will choices to be weakened, to be vulnerable, to be unguarded, to be in harm's way, and to be beyond help, even from divine grace. Those who have developed negative God beliefs or feel themselves unworthy of receiving help, that they are trapped in their life and doomed, in effect, with their self-abnegation, their dark wishes for personal suffering and in a downward spiral, this still must be respected and allowed by the divine realm to honor their free will choice to suffer. On the other hand, an alien organism created in a laboratory by aliens to wreak havoc on a planet not their own is the work of interlopers and is much easier to eradicate at the delivery stage rather than preventing or even curing an ongoing infection. The virus itself is a scourge and an interloper that does not belong. So this is a point of vulnerability in this scheme being launched here, that we can more easily neutralize a weapon than the intent of the interlopers to cause harm to humans. It is analogous to being on a battlefield and then having the invaders brought up short because their guns jammed and their rockets fizzled. So the lines of thought here are excellent in parsing the difficult situation to identify its weakest link. A focus on removing the virus from the planet could be a powerful and effective rallying cry to enable humanity to prevail, even though they are under a very, very dark cloud at the present time.
1: Well, I have to agree with creator, Carl. It's a brilliant idea.
2: (laughs) Well, we've cultivated a prayer here. That incorporates this concept. Well, let's share it right off. U.S. Creator, here
1: is a proposed prayer to help the coronavirus epidemic. Source Creator, each and every day, remove or render harmless all dangerous coronaviruses from myself, all infected beings, and from the earth as a whole. Keep everyone safe and restore well-being to the afflicted. Is this an effective prayer for widespread use or does it need modification?
2: Okay, and I need to redo this because you didn't get the latest editing, apparently. I thought I did, and I thought I did. I'm sorry, Carl. All right, so let me repeat this prayer so it's in the recording because there's an important addition. All right, source creator, each and every day, remove or render harmless all dangerous viruses from myself and apply this prayer again and again as needed to help all infected beings and the earth as a whole to keep everyone safe and restore well-being to the afflicted. All right, and this is what Creator says about this prayer. This prayer is ideal. It has all of the requisite components for an effective prayer. First, it asks the divine realm to enact the prayer each and every day. This can make up for a lack of vigilance on the part of the person launching the prayer. Even with the inclusion of those words, people should still pray for serious things on a daily basis. And we would recommend people use all of our set of recommended prayers, this being a ninth prayer in the list and do so daily. The reason is because you will be adding extra power of intention that will build when prayers are pooled with others from other individuals praying for the same things or something that encompasses the target of the prayers you use. Nothing is wasted. The energies will be captured and used in a purposeful fashion in a way that is highest and best and in keeping with the intention of the requester always. Second, it adopts your idea about targeting removal or inactivation of the virus in addition to doing active protect- protection and healing. We have explained why this is a powerful idea because the virus is easier to remove or inactivate than it is for us to prevent people from becoming vulnerable or to heal them once they are infected. And that is for reasons of karmic complications. Not that the divine lacks power. It is that we have our own rules we must follow about allowing people to be who they are. Many are deeply wounded and flawed because of many lifetimes of trauma and are in a weakened state. This does limit what the divine can do because it is attended by many inner negative beliefs of being unworthy or of feeling God will not help them or perhaps does not exist. Many negative God beliefs become incorporated in people over the years with life disappointments often mounting and they lose faith. Even among people who consider themselves believers, the level of belief can be shaky, particularly after life beats them down a bit and they begin to mistrust the religious teachings and doubt that God can help. This is a prescription for getting a poor result, as we've taught you many times. So even in such an individual who has put handcuffs on the divine through their own negativity and self-condemnation, The viruses you speak of are an interloper, a separate organism altogether. And that is fair game, to have a divine intervention to do something about its presence. After all, even though a person might be vulnerable to an infection karmically because of a pattern of prior traumatic events, they are not actively requesting an infection of a particular organism. So, we can remove the virus and leave untouched their vulnerability and highly negative state of being to be worked on through a long term process of healing across time domains. In the meantime, it could save their life to remove all virus particles in a timely fashion and perhaps prevent serious injury or even death. So, the prayer does include requests for protection from the infection as well as healing to restore well being in the afflicted. So you are including all the potential desirable benefits of divine assistance here and prioritizing, in particular, the one people might never think of on their own to remove and inactivate all the virus particles. That by far is the quickest and most effective strategy the divine realm can use. This prayer will avoid the dilution effect of asking the divine to only help all assuming you will be protected and healed fully. But being an individual, your spiritual capital may not be enough to do the job when spread so thin. This modification puts the self first, then asks for the prayer to be acted on again, and again for the rest to be be helped. This is the ideal prayer strategy for large-scale endeavors. Wow. Okay. So that's, that's the key. When you yes. want to help humanity, don't you say, God, help humanity. God, help me and work on it over and over, repeating my prayer to help reach each and every person out there. Absolutely. That's a different thing, energetically. Carl, we, still, we still got a couple of minutes.
1: I think yet we should give people an opportunity to maybe grab a pencil and maybe you should repeat the prayer.
2: All right, I'm happy to do that. We have it now in our free prayer download ebook. Get that just, at slash prayer. Okay, but here is the prayer. And I use Source Creator to address the prayer. You can use Dear Lord, Almighty God, Allah, Creator of all that is. Okay. Jesus, yeah. You can pray to Jesus. I recommend you pray to Jesus and to God. Yes. Don't go halfway, go whole hog, (laughs) all right? Because if you only specify someone, they only can act on the prayer because you said so. You're in charge of this, you see? All right, source creator, each and every day, remove or render harmless... all dangerous viruses from myself and apply this prayer again and again as needed to help all infected beings and the earth as a whole to keep everyone safe And restore well-being to the afflicted. All right. And and you you can replay this recording to your heart's content. It will be archived on Voice America and the Empowerment Channel under Get Wisdom. It takes a little while for that to be actually archived. You might not be able to do it immediately after the show. But check back later. It will be in the archives and it'll stay there.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, this is a good opportunity for people to check us out at getwisdom.com and and go, you know, check out some of the old webinars uh, that talk about prayer and get to a little more detail about the underpinnings of prayer and what's important components of of a very powerful and effective prayer for people in terms of their state of mind, in terms of their history, in terms of uh, their intent Uh, The wounding that people have that affects prayer. There's a lot to learn on this, and it can really help you to focus. And we invite you to really check that out. So join us at getwisdom.com. You can join as a participant, it is free. Uh, There are supporter memberships as well, but you can get access to all the needed material with a free membership at getwisdom.com. We're out of time for this week, Carl, but this is a topic I'm sure we'll be revisiting more than once in the coming days.
2: Well, I hope. All of us will, can get to work. You know, this is not hard to do. You just heard it. It's only three sentences <laughs> yes. of a request. If you do that once a day, you're voting for the betterment of humanity.
1: Yes. So pray it yourself, and if you if you got the wherewithal, do so. Encourage others to do the same. And we'll be back next week with another episode of Get Wisdom. Thanks, Carl. Be well.